Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. Brightest conversation on Hamilton Radio. Jay, I came across this couple, I, I don't even know how I came across this website the other day. I was looking for something else and I stumbled onto this. And let me tell you, uh, I was stunned when I saw the breakdown of this. Every year we know now that the government puts out its sunshine list of people who work in the public sector who make over $100,000 a year. Mm -hmm. And we know the numbers are going up and up and up and lots and lots of people are making all kinds of money. I mean, I suppose good for them, although it's yours and my tax dollars that are paying. And it seems as though the folks in the public sector are the ones getting all the raises and the private sector, not so much. And Mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah. We won't, we won't get into that. I don't want to make it sound like it's jealousy. It's not jealousy. It's more <laughs> like a, what the heck is going on? Yeah. However, I came across this website that breaks it all down and you can search rather than searching all of names or whatever, you can just do it by the cities. Okay. I did a search for the city of Hamilton. I think there are something like 7,500 employees in the city of Hamilton. Wow. Overall. According to this, there were one th- in 2018, 1,516 Hamilton employees made over $100,000 a year. So like 1,500 out of 7,500? So about 20%. Wow. And the sum of all salaries in Hamilton, what do you think the sum uh. of all the salaries that we pay to municipal employees in Hamilton would have been? $185 million. That, yeah, okay. Now I see where uh, the tax dollars are going. Yes, <laughs> yes. And this, you know, it's not that we don't have good employees mm-hmm. and it's not that some jobs are not worthy of very high pay, but holy cow. Yeah. Holy cow, $185 million in salaries. Wow. Based based on this sunshine list. And now, and for the record, I think that that is not just the sunshine list employees. That's, I hope that's all the 7,500. If this is just the sunshine list, we're in even worse trouble. But Mm. my understanding is for the entire city of Hamilton, it would be $185 million. That's That's an astounding amount of money. It really is, and I and I don't, you know, you always hear the things about well, you, we want to attract good talent, and you know, you, you got to pay people, and you know, and all that. And I, I get it. Um, it does seem like a lot of money. Uh, you know, I'm uh, in, in addition to doing weather for the last uh, five years, I've been a real estate agent, and uh, I did an open house a couple of months ago. And I had a guy from Milton come in and be like, man, like, you know, I like the house prices in Hamilton versus Milton, but what I don't like is the property taxes. Well, let me break it down because I just did the math while you were talking. Mm-hmm. Assuming these numbers are correct, and I don't have any reason to believe they're not correct, this would mean that just for salaries of employees in the city of Hamilton on your property taxes, $370 per person. So... That's per person, and I know that that's not how our taxes are broken up. They're by household. But you've got two kids, so let's say roughly thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars of your tax dollars aren't going to roads and 
hospitals. Uh, they wouldn't go to hospitals anyway. That'd Garbage. Be pu- pu- the, but uh, police and all that. That's that's three hundred and seventy times four, just for employees' salaries. Then the no. other stuff is on top. Nothing else. And this takes me back to what what I said before. I mean, we are we're in budget talks right now. The city is in doing their budgets. They may have put forward their final number today. I'm not really sure. I can't remember. I didn't see it. Uh, I have long argued, and this makes me even argue it more. I don't want anybody to be fired or to be laid off or to lose their job. But if we are going to have any hope of keeping taxes even remotely in check over the years, we are going to have to, as a city, I think, allow for attrition and allow... When people retire or move on to other jobs, some of these, some percentage of these jobs to say, we're just not filling them. Yeah. When, and because it happens all the time in the private sector. All the time. At, you know, people, people go, um, people retire. They're not going to fill the position. People, um, I've even seen people go on mat leave and they don't fill the position um, in the private sector. But- the public sector it's a different it's a different mindset and i think that that has to change um again like you said and I, i'm not you know, ba- and i want to be clear i'm not bashing the public sector workers no i'm simply saying there are too many of them and it's not even that they do bad work it's that we can't afford it i don't think we can afford it not not at that rate because and all of these you know eventually that number is going to Increase like it's of course what, it will. Twenty percent now. All of these jobs have uh, pay brackets, right? So eventually, there's a certain percentage of people who are going to get into the sunshine list territory. It, it just it, it's it's it was stunning to me when I saw those numbers, and just thought that it's just such an enormous amount of money, and we have. We've had many politicians and many people on this show and on Bill Kelly's show and on Scott Thompson's show talking about the infrastructure needs this city has and how we've got all this that we need to fix and this that we need to fix. Well, it's no wonder we don't have money because we're paying taxes. We're paying a lot of taxes. Mm -hmm. So where's all the money going? Well, there's your answer right there. Yeah. We don't have, we have the money. It's, it's like that Seinfeld episode where he goes to rent the car. You know how to take the taxes you don't know how to spend the taxes. <laughs> you know how to take a reservation. You don't know how to hold the reservation. Yeah. We we clearly know how to tax people in this oh, city. Oh, yeah. But we don't have the ability to... Ha- we can never tax high enough to pay what we need because we've got so much of this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. How many times... So I'm going to think about when I drive home, when I drive up the Claremont Access... I mean, I'd either take that or the jolly cut, but I'm probably going to take the Claremont access just so it can be bug me that much more when I look at all the metal that's ripped off hanging on the side of it and with one lane closed off and it's been, what, four years? Do you, th- okay, do you believe, and, and we're not going to break down every single job and every department and everything else. And again, I don't think you, I, I mean, do you share my view? I don't want to see anyone fired or laid off. Right. I, I, people are, you know, I'm, I'm sure they do great work for um, the job that they have and, and you know, they, they earn their money and all that stuff. But yeah, there's probably... But if we, we have 7,500, if we went down to 7,000 employees, which still seems to me to be an extraordinary number in this city, for a mm-hmm. city, 
If we went down to, and don't forget, that's just the municipal employees. That's not the provincial and the federal public servants, servants being in air quotes. I don't think we can anymore call them servants. They're not servants to us. We're servants to them. But anyway, if 7,500, if we go down to 7,000, can we not get by as a city? Can we not move people around or have people do a little extra or... Or even just let a few things go to be able to make ourselves mm. be able to afford some of this stuff. You got to think that it'll it would work. The private again, the private sector does it all the time, and now it doesn't always, you know, help morale at pub, private sector um, workplaces. But it happens all the time. People, uh, you know, do do more with with less, and they and they make do. You know, the lights are still on at places and, you know, and, and the work goes on and, you know, the services are, are still provided. But, yeah, to take it from 7,500 down to 7,000 through attrition, you know, that kind of thing, um, you know, maybe maybe you have a little bit, uh, you, you know, you revisit policies like uh, performance reviews and that kind of thing where if people aren't cutting the mustard, then you know what? And you know what? When I were talking about this, today, the city voted to raise the salary, not salary, the pay. I don't want to call it a salary because it's low, but to raise the pay of crossing guards. Now, Mm. the idea is, why should a crossing guard not be making a certain amount of money? I I agree with that. All right? So there's, I, I don't want the person who is having our children on the way to school be someone who's not being paid a any kind of reasonable money. So yeah, so fine. Raise the, but that just means that this number is going to go up. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If you're going to raise salaries and I'm not, for certain things that are not being paid properly, I'm okay with that. You should be. But that just means to me more that you're going to have some people who are going to say, well, so it costs more now. Or the other people who I think are the ones who are being intelligent and being reasonable who are saying, okay, but every time we raise something, it's costing us more. Mm. What are we going to do about this? And the answer always has seemed to be, well, we can't cut any programs. We can't get rid of any people. We can't reduce the workforce. So we just got to raise taxes. Yeah. Cause it's all, uh, uh, everything is essential. Essential. Yeah. Essential services. Right? Everything is essential. We, Jay, how many things have we had in recent years that governments have instituted that we didn't have for the entire history of society and civilization until now. (laughs) And we lived. People made it to the moon. But now if we don't have this thing that was just instituted three years ago, civilization as we know it is going to break down. So yeah, it's like people talking about Wi-Fi being essential. You know, how how did... (laughs) They made, again, they made it to the moon. Yeah. They made it to the moon. You know, they made it to the moon on computers that were less powerful than the iPhone that's sitting in front of us right now. Yeah. But now you're right. If we don't have Wi-Fi, high-speed Wi-Fi yeah. everywhere, that's a human rights violation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sure that I'm going along with that. No. There are essential services. There are people who deserve to be paid more money. I just don't know that we can blindly just keep going on going, whatever. The Scott Radley Show. Weekday evenings from 6 to 8. On 900 CHML.